0: Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
1: You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com.
2: live talk radio that you control and right now we have a guest on but the number is 603-283-6160 we have a couple callers actually with questions for the guest he's our javier malay expert scott but first i wanted to tell you that free talk live is brought to you by fork fest happening june 13th through the 16th at rogers campground in the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire fork fest is a fork of the porcupine freedom festival Forkfest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website forkfest.party. That's forkfest.party. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Colin. Nikki. And T- Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm not missing. in the
3: studio
4: right?
2: <laughs> Yeah, he's on the studio. Yeah, good good point. The, the he, we hate- have him uh, remotely.
4: Tell everybody, uh, you know, what a what, uh, knowledgeable person Scott is on Millay. He's been following him for such a long time. He was taking the tantric sex courses before even I was.
3: Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is a joke no but like um he actually followed him before he was crazy popular and i feel like i I gotta get down there before all the libertarians are going there i really think that that's going to start happening all the libertarians are going to go there and then they'll be cooler than me and i'll have to work extra hard i'll have to get a picture with malay to end up any cooler than them and i am <laughs> going to do that i'm going to manifest that
3: my uh my father in law has known Malay since. Uh, my father in law is a PhD academic. He's uh, actually an Austrian economist. Uh, he's, he's really Wait, wait, is he I'm Austrian
4: or Argentinian? He's,
3: he's an he's Argentinian that studies Austrian economics.
2: Same way for the meme.
3: And uh, he's known Malay for like 10 years. So they they had a, they they have a degrees from the same university actually. So they had the same um, professors and uh it's a, it's like what it's one of the universities that actually teaches free market economics
2: well, in Argentina. That's crazy. Is there even one in the United States like a, a-
4: there's um, there's a Jason. bunch of different professors who are George
3: Mason uh, has yeah. a free markets. They actually have free markets, they, and they're,
4: they're all around. There's one at the University of Missouri in Columbia, and uh, I had them. No, oh, my
3: did? professors were actually libertarian. Yeah, that's how I became a libertarian. they um, oh, that's so, cool. Wow, yeah.
4: Well, if, if, they're, if you're a professor and you're libertarian, you're almost completely going to be in, like, the economics department because they don't exist anywhere else. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, yeah, like the theater teachers that are libertarians. <laughs> well, the gender studies um, libertarian, you libertarian that, teacher. You did say that you have had a um, comment from the last segment. So let's get into that and then we'll get into the calls.
3: Uh yeah, what what exactly were we? I had a great comment, but uh what exactly were we talking about?
4: Uh about the people who say he's like a fake or something like that. Malay?
3: oh, oh yeah, I do have a great comment. Um uh, here's what they do in, in these in these uh South American countries is um what will happen is the ruling party will destroy the economy uh so bad and then what they'll do is they'll let somebody, uh, somebody like a free market person win, and then the economy just just goes to just falls apart on them. So with Malay, that's what they're hoping happens is uh, the economy is so bad, like it has um, it has so many debts, and the 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 currency was basically hyperinflating when Malay took office. It was it was going yeah. at a yeah. fifteen thousand percent a year.
4: Um, And and those things, you set those trends in motion long before they, they, and then, you know, there's a momentum and they keep going too. Um, You know, I I think they were, the people who were in were planning something even worse, you know, um, as far as like the IMF bailouts that they got for like $45 that they blew within, what, like six months? And I think they were going to try to purposefully put the country into debt and then force it onto a CBDC. And that's another thing, too. People are saying, oh, you know, oh, you know, he's like not real or whatever. It's just going to let us down or whatever. I'm like, you have to think about who the other guy was. The other guy was Uh, actually open. Yeah, he was openly saying he was going to put the country on a CBDC. So, I mean, like, this is a little bit like a repudiation of that
3: the one thing Massa has said about uh the one thing Massa has said about um inflation is that they're going to solve it with a central bank digital currency who <laughs> said it wow Mass, like, argentina is like the wef like it was like the, the wef paradise because all the leagues do really well like the wef people and all the people all the everybody else is really poor and uh malay you know has has come out against all that he's doesn't believe in climate change. Uh, he uh, he said that gender twenty thirty is a socialist hellhole. Like you know, um, basically they they the the ruling party didn't really want to touch. They they're letting him rule partly because they don't they know the economy so bad that um, they don't actually want to rule right now. And then what happened is Malay is actually changing he's actually cutting spending and all this stuff so he's actually like you know he's going way farther than they ever thought he would so uh, he actually might turn them around (laughs) and um like, it, it might backfire in their faces letting him get elected.
2: Yeah, I do know at least one person um, who has said, oh, he's going to fail and then bring in uh, anarcho-capitalism down with him. Like, that's their idea of what the PSYOPs would be. And um, I, I really hope that that's not it. I think that's just a very black-pilled way to look at things.
3: No, like, they, they um, the other two parties had disgraced themselves. It was a really unique situation. Um, the the ruling party what felt uh, like they could never lose they got lazy um, and they weren't you know and the the you know if if the if if the, if the economy is that bad and everybody is totally against the you know, your party and they're about to like have like a revolution like you, you you that's when you actually get some changes.
2: Well, let's go to the callers because we have. An actual communist on the line, Sarah, in New Mexico. Sarah, what did you want to tell Scott and Colin here about how communism is good, actually?
5: Oh, yes. You know, communism, uh, I'm a socialist, and they're behind, like, free lunch programs, like having everybody have food. Socialism
2: Socialism is communism. Sorry, um, so the guest is asking what's going on. So basically you're saying that socialism is good because they're behind giving people free lunches. What, what do you guys have to say to that?
4: I mean, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Uh, the, uh, somebody's paying for it somewhere. The food comes from somewhere. Even if it take money out of the equation, there's a guy that has to grow that stuff. You know, and so he's just going to slave in the soil. Is he a slave to these people to, to grow food but- for them?
5: Right, but it's a it's a it's a matter of a communism. It's about it must come from it, it does come from somewhere else, but it helps people that need food, so all of the children get food. Like in New Mexico, I think all of the kids get free um, lunches and breakfast, um, and then you don't have to apply. All of the kids, so they get, they don't get bullied and picked on. So all the uh, so it's kind of like a communist, um, a socialist uh, state here. Um, so what yeah. what is wrong with that? So the, in a communist country, adopters like I mean, like what, do, URA, what do you think will happen if flee.
4: what do you think will happen to a generation of people that just get you know stuff for free? Do you think that? Oh, Sarah's
2: they'll... always saying that everyone in New Mexico is stupid and depressed and drunk.
5: Yeah, and then uh, well, the thing about it is that you know you're you're um, encouraged to work and volunteer as you you are encouraged. Kind of model is that you get, you receive according to your needs, and then you perform and work according to your ability. How,
4: how do we know what people's needs and abilities are?
5: Well, I mean, uh, you know, then people have um, their, their natural likes and talent and people contribute the way that they're able to?
4: Yeah, but I mean, there's so. like like let me put it this way. I have like a, like a degree in engineering and so I could do a lot of things like with circuits and things like that. So I could like build a lot of things for people, but there's other things I like more than that, like writing music. So, you know, what do, what do you think is going to help people more? Me writing music or me doing the other thing? You know, like, just because people have abilities doesn't mean they want to do it, you know?
5: Well, in a communist country, you contribute to what you feel is the best for the community, is a commune.
4: Let me tell you this, too. Nobody likes the music I like. So if I had a choice between doing engineering work, which is harder, and just sitting around and, like, writing music on the piano all day that nobody is going to actually like, how is society better off?
5: Well I mean you, you know what I I you know what I um I guess you just performing to what I guess you're you, just useless. you want to contribute to the community well a doctor in communist Cuba they get paid the same amount of money as and, and everybody else because you're just being a contributing and then you're receiving what everybody else gets to so why would community.
6: someone want to do a very difficult job like being a doctor when so like if Colin had the the option to either be a doctor or to just make random music and art all day, why would he choose to be a doctor? Like, that would take a lot more effort. If he's going to get paid the same amount of money either way, wh- where is the incentive to do something more productive?
5: Well, the, the incentive is for your common, your uh, brother and then your country, and then you that love for oh. the, the commune of your country, oh, the, and to yeah. serve
4: other people. Sorry, sorry to cut and, you off and there.
5: That,
4: okay. Uh, yeah, I, I but I don't think I don't think anybody here actually understood what what I was what I was getting at, which was it's not it's not that I don't care about people or don't like people or wouldn't want to help them. It's also how do I know what people really need or want? So I have an option between, you know, like let's say being a doctor or writing the music. How am I gonna know how much doctoring i need to do for instance i could do be a doctor for one hour or i could be a doctor for you know 40 hours a week but i could also push myself really hard like you know and do it for 80 hours a week and so the question is how much doctoring do, needs to be provided for people you know and and we don't have a way of like determining that if there's not like freedom of exchange
5: no, I mean, those are things that you you would come out of your conscience of like we need help with this, we need help with that. Would you like to contribute? I mean, wouldn't it be common sense for somebody to like? I'm gonna do most of my time doctoring and maybe a, a little bit of time doing music
2: because that's what I'm I'm best to to be of service to my community. Well, one thing I have to ask. Uh Sarah is and, and, have you ever paid attention to any other communist countries like have you listened to the other uh, the rest of this show at all where we were describing how communism has um created such poverty in Argentina?
5: Well, Okay, what about the US sanctions? You know
4: the The, the US doesn't have any sanctions Argentina. against yeah, Argentina.
3: Argentina has no sanctions.
5: Well, um you know that they okay, so I don't I don't know, but it's I don't believe that it's the communist format that makes really a poverty. They blame that, but it's the all the uh, imposed sanctions. If you trade with Argentina, like if you Cuba and Mexico trades with the, uh, and they found out. they'll they'll do an embargo on that country to make the communism fail over and over again
4: Uh, well i mean the united states isn't forcing mexico not to trade with cuba you could buy cuban cigars in mexico that's where uh most a lot of people go to get them um so it's really just the u.s that has an embargo against cuba uh i'm not even sure if any other countries do right now scott no
3: there's no other countries in the u.s it's it's kind of an embargo but it's you can still give them aid you can still give them free stuff it's um you just can't do some commerce with them but uh they have they could they you know um we had we had a um a poor uh we had a, a a lady that was in my apartment complex and um she didn't even know english in here and she lived here 30 years and she didn't make much money at all uh i did her taxes i know and um she was she was about as poor as you can get in the United States. She actually she's Colombian citizen, so she could go to Cuba. She went to Cuba thinking in, in December thinking it would be a great tropical uh vacation. And she cried the whole time because she was so poor. Depressive. She said that they had no toilet paper, they had no uh um uh, like people weren't wearing shoes. Um, I mean, she could like like everything is decayed, and she she like making like less than fifteen thousand dollars a year in the U.S. felt like she was the richest person in Cuba, and um it, it was just it, like the food was like had you know was decayed, so like she was she, it's just in shock, and she grew up in in you know Colombia when it when it was having its troubles with the narcos too, so it's like. Uh, it, it's just like no it, it doesn't work and there's there's many economists that it will explain to you why it works beyond beyond just the incentives uh the knowledge problem the the economic coordination problem you know so it's it, 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 it's 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 tanked uh argentina to an extreme degree and um you know it's 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 empirically it's failed everywhere it's killed a hundred million people
4: hey uh, sir if you could if you have anything to say to scott about what he just said go ahead but then i've got kind of a question for you
2: oh i already um hung up on sarah oh, you did? Oh. we have other callers oh, to okay. listen to okay. and i felt like we made our point to sarah because she doesn't listen she um only repeats what she believes
6: well, that's true. I, I have the hope that maybe it'll reach someone else. You know, like maybe that back and forth will kind of reach right. someone else that's listening to the show or just catching it on the yeah, radio yeah. or whatever. Exactly. I,
4: I, I could say this because I'll still say it for anybody in the audience to hear. Yeah. Uh, I'd say this to anybody who, you know, calls themselves a communist. Uh, you know, one, how many people need to do the communism with you in order for it to work? That's the first question. Is it, is it 10 people? Is it 100 people? Is it 1,000? How many people are going to have to do it with you? And then the second thing is, what are you doing in and of yourself to do your own communism? There's nothing stopping you from sharing with people and helping people all that you want. The problem is when you're going to have to force other people into this system. And that's always the issue with it. And I, I tell people all the time, I mean, like, I'm living my life here in New Hampshire doing all the libertarian things to the best of my ability. You know, I, I live within the, the community up here. I use as many alternative currencies as I can. Um, I do business primarily with the people in the community, only a little bit with the outside. Um, you know, I'm living everything that I want to be living right now. And, and I don't think there's anything that stops you and a bunch of other communists from just getting together and go forming a commune. I mean, you might still have to pay a little bit of property tax if you're in the U.S., but you could just go form your own commune if you want. And I would tell every single communist to do that. Can you please, please just stop voting on on violence and force against me, telling me the things that I have to do. You know, the doctor example is really good because, you know, how many doctors do we need? Okay, let's say somebody goes to school and they're a doctor. Well, how much doctoring are they going to be forced to do for other people? And she said, oh, well, they'll just realize how much they need to do. I mean, I don't know. Well, how do we put a uh, – and I and I don't want to say price because that's bringing it back to money, which confuses a lot of people. But how much effort needs to go into it. You know, we, we need people to, to have prices so that they can see what the value of things is and know how much doctoring it is to do. Because, you know, here's the thing. You might say, oh, a doctor should have a 40-hour work week, but that's not the only way to organize life. A doctor could have an 80-hour work week. If he's making enough money, he could pay people to do things for him, like have a maid and have a cook. And, have a and now he can actually be super productive at 80 hours a week, as, as you know, given that example. Uh, sorry
2: well we do have another caller who specifically said they had a question for the guests so um, caller you're on free talk live
3: it's your boy the Uh, evolutionary capitalist (laughs) young skeet hey
7: anarcho-capitalism and more broadly uh, all of libertarianism has perverted the concepts of true capitalism and the great work of the classical economist. Uh, Why are you ANCAPs always trying to fix democracy? Has it ever occurred to you that fiscal failure is the true cure to the disease of democracy? I might advocate for Malay if he would just repudiate and default on the debt, then implement my vision of the crypto reputation system that eventually would even make Bitcoin obsolete. Then he should commit suicide.
2: Okay, well, that's gross. I don't like you saying that on the air. Um,
4: You know, uh, Scott might actually disagree with me on this, but I would have actually been totally fine if he just, uh, you know, repudiated the the debt and just started on a fresh a fresh thing. I mean, what he's doing is way more work than is maybe necessary for somebody to do in that position. I mean, I, I, I liken it to he's doing like kind of the right thing to just show like how serious it is. You know, I I guess I'm not right really putting that into the words I want to, but whatever.
3: Here's why I I think that he can't repudiate the debt. Why um, is they do have a lot of um, they do have a lot of people that are paid by the government. They they their their edu- their medical system is all uh, government funded, um, and um, and the, so they they do have a lot of people working for the government. And if you just ended all of this it would be uh it would cause an unbelievable amount of chaos and um um and there's other problems too uh is the pro- other problems and by the way it, that would just uh drive the country to hyperinflation it would um uh, it, w- it would just be a huge mess and he wouldn't survive that politically
2: yeah maybe not um mm, uh skeeter's another resident troll who just says um crazy things that he's made up and he really sucks so i hung up on him we do have alu axelman from the uh, from libertyblock.com on the line alu did you have a question for the guests about you know argentina or did you want to change the topic could you slow
4: down a little bit when well. you speak too <laughs> Yes,
7: and it's great to hear the great Scott Scheller on the show. And my question for
5: him and his wife, I guess, is Javier Millet wrote a bunch of books. I
4: think I think you're all in Espanol. Is there one that's the best in Espanol or English that would um, be a good intro to read about
5: free market economics, his Austrian economic philosophy?
3: Uh yeah, some some of his books are just on uh, Argentina politics. So he's got some on on inflation. He's got some on. Uh, by the way, they're all in Spanish so far. They haven't been translated to English. Which is, uh, if you uh, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you could probably make some good money uh, translating these. But um, um, he probably he does have one like um uh Ron Paul like a, a basic economics. So where he's teach he has basic concepts and that that's the one that I would refer people to. I don't remember the name, but um, there's 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 a, just a, like an introductory book, like kind of like End the Fed or or the Re, Ron Paul's revolution that Malay has. Um, the, the rest of them are uh, sometimes more technical, are more pointed towards Argentina um, and that sort of thing.
2: So Alu has our show tonight. Gotten you any more excited about Javier Malay? Were you a fan before? Were you a fence sitter? What do you feel about him?
4: No, I, I was. A, I was a big fan of him. Um, I only started following him the last few months. I did,
5: and I wrote an article for LibertyBlock.com when he won. I was super nice. excited. Um, plus, I
7: was,
4: like, uh, tentatively skeptical and tentatively optimistic, and, and it seems like he has been doing some really, really good things and staying pretty principled despite being president of one of the biggest countries in the world, which is incredible. Right. And I love that he says, he says anarchist, he says libertarian. It's amazing that he says those words. It,
2: it is really amazing. 603 um, 283 Thank you, Scott, for being on tonight and explaining to us about um, Argentina and how we got here today. We have an anarcho-capitalist president in Argentina. Six zero three two eight three. 36160 one more segment coming up don't go anywhere it's free talk
1: live it's obvious the unthinkable continues most americans know something very wrong is happening people in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing but you know better that's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage and you should too my patriot supply the nation's largest emergency preparedness company Unmarked boxes. Go to mypatriotsupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. Mypatriotsupply.com
0: USA News Update. The Federal Reserve has opted to maintain current interest rates, postponing any potential rate cuts until later in the year. Another meeting is scheduled for March. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson declares that a bipartisan border bill anticipated to clear the Senate is unlikely to progress in the House. During his inaugural floor speech as Speaker Johnson accused the Biden administration of attempting to transfer responsibility for the border crisis to Congress. Since President Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas assumed office, there have been more than 7 million encounters with illegal aliens just at our southern border alone. Johnson says President Biden does not need congressional approval to close the border. Israel's military is receiving criticism for its recent strategy aimed at preventing Hamas from utilizing its approximately 350 miles of underground tunnels in Gaza. The approach involves flooding those tunnels. John Schaefer, USA News.
8: Com. GCNfood.com. com
1: appreciate what we do help us advertise market and promote for just five dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com
2: sorry i
3: think
2: we're back
4: here okay yeah well okay bye scott
2: live talk radio that you control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number here that's 603-283-6160 and with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie
4: uh alex jones (laughs) oh sorry colin and,
2: and nikki you could have done alex jones the rest of the segment couldn't you
4: I mean, I am actually here in the room right now, folks, okay? I've got to tell you, you know, I, I'm thinking I'm going to have to eat my neighbors.
2: Oh my
4: God. Go look it up, folks. You'll love it.
2: I hadn't seen that before, but I guess a lot I'll of people sh- I'll show it. you afterwards. But apparently Alex Jones thinks he's going to have to eat his neighbors, and honestly, I don't blame him um, after hearing the last show we just did with Scott talking about hyperinflation and when that comes to America. You
4: know, it, it's surprising. Surprising how bad uh, the communism uh, stuff could be. You know, just look up the uh, Holodomor, which is what uh, the Russians did to the Ukrainians, and you know, eating people is not off the table. Uh, but but they forget you go and through now. the pets first. Mm. Oh, yeah. so oh, that's what made her sad. Wow. No, I'm just teasing. You know,
6: that's where Bonnie draws the line. Is ah, uh, pets? No.
2: No, I also said during Mao. Also, um, they were like eating each other. Like they didn't want to eat their own children because that's too sad. So they were eating their neighbors' children and trading. Oh well, that's
4: that's a little better. Yeah, it's oh, much better. You know, you know what sucks this time around, though? You know, with all the 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 jabs, you know, I'm not going to want to eat that meat.
2: No, <laughs> contaminated.
4: That's that's the worst part about the coming of the zombie apocalypse. We're not going to actually you know want to eat them. Ugh.
2: Well, I think that the world is just getting weirder and weirder, and evidence of that is a Southern New Hampshire diaper spa. Have you guys heard about this? I, I just have. Feel like you've heard about it, Colin. Well,
4: oh, what's that? Spell- well, well, what is a diaper spa? I guess I need to ask first.
2: Have you heard of
6: the the what is it? The DDLG movement? I don't uh, know what that is. Th- it's it's like a it's like a sex fetish thing. Um, it's um, what does it stand for? Daddy, Dom, and little girl. Oh, where like, <laughs> yeah, it, it gets weird. I've gone into some YouTube rabbit holes
2: with some of this content just because. Sounds like, like a, you shouldn't admit to that on the air. It's like a car accident, right? It's that's like, the kind of thing. It sounds like you don't want the FBI to hear you. <laughs> nobody <Yeah>. yeah. right, <laughs> told that's her. To, nobody told
4: her to look it up, though. She's just like, huh. I wonder if. And she forgot so, the number one rule of the internet. It exists.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
6: yeah. So. Um, but yeah, it's it's like a car accident, right? You're like, oh, this is horrific, but you're like, but yeah, it's still so. I can't believe it's real. Yeah, and it is real, and apparently there's enough of a community. I guess you could. It's it's enough of a thing where there is one of these diaper spas in Nashua.
2: Apparently. In, in Nashua, that's where it is. I keep hearing Southern New Hampshire, so, so I'm like, is Which it Keene? No,
6: if, if it's God. yeah, it makes
2: sense that it's in Nashua. That's like the weirdo sense. place of New Hampshire. It does make a lot more sense. I mean if uh, it was nothing in,
4: weird in Keene.
2: If it was no, in, yeah, definitely just <laughs> us. If it was in Keene, more people would be like, what the heck is going on? Like there's it's a less small of, enough town. I
6: think it's like uh there's less of a market over here. Probably. I wouldn't think there would be a market anywhere around here. Right. Or just like I, period. I thought this was because previously it's like the furries thing, right? It's <laughs> like stuff like weird obscure kinks like that are usually, like, best kept to yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to do, like, underground. But very rarely do people...
4: Wait, are people, are people paying for this? Oh, uh, apparently,
6: yeah. yeah. Huh,
4: I might, mm. So, essentially, That's what a, it is, I don't know I do if the like article money.
6: gets into <laughs> it, but.
4: You know, with, with communism, how are we going to know how many diaper spas do we need? <laughs> and how really. many diapers per person? You know, it's these are the questions we can't answer with communism.
2: The diapers according to your need. and Do you have to share the diapers?
4: Because in communism, <laughs> you would share things, right? No?
2: Just from the goodness Ugh. of your heart, you would share the diapers.
4: Mm, okay. Oh, gosh.
2: Well, let's get into it. This is from Boston.com. Didn't even know there was such a thing. It says, what's a diaper spa and why is it raising eyebrows in New Hampshire? I just, I can't believe it's New Hampshire. Like, why would you just decide, like, where am I going to open my diaper spa? Uh, New Hampshire. What, well, there uh, must did it be. it on the
4: border. Nashua. Yeah. You know, yeah. Stop.
2: There must be one
6: somewhere else. So New Hampshire yeah. can't be, like, the first
2: be place, you know what I mean? That would be hilarious. It says, yeah. uh, people tend to fear anything that they fail to comprehend, said the owner of The Diaper Spa, a new business that's stoking local controversy. And the other thing is, like, you're stoking local controversy on purpose with a name like The Diaper Spa.
4: Well, I'm curious how spa-like it is. Is it, yeah. like, it's like, I feel like it's a diaper retreat or something?
6: Well, because when you think about it, I guess the whole point of this is they pretend that they're children... Which is very problematic because then you get, it gives you like major pedophile vibes. Right, Seriously. I mean, so, and it doesn't just, I know like the, the DDLG thing is like with the, the female as the baby, but there also are men who wear giant onesies and giant <laughs> adult diapers and put pacifiers in their mouths and they pretend that they're babies and then they have some person come take care of them and you know what I mean? Like people get really, really into it. Um and it is it's just like why are you aroused by that cuz I do think it's a sexual thing. I mean I do So too. I don't know why they're like sexually into that. Like it's it's very problematic, I think. I feel like
2: it obviously has to be sexual if you're wearing a diaper, but <laughs> People are saying, oh, it's not sexual. Don't think of it as a kink. It's not. I mean, it's just therapy.
6: No, I wouldn't want my kids around <laughs> these people. Right. <laughs> no.
2: And, and I just have to agree.
6: I don't want to be around them either as an adult. Uh, i to tell you. We oh, have yeah. one in the
4: community. Do we? Like, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say i Colin
6: knows
2: everything. I do. Yeah, Colin do. has the juicy you gossip. Guys, Seriously. This is the
4: first time I've ever been on the show. I've been living in the state for like over 10 years. Well, maybe it's less than 10 years. But um, I, you know, I'm the one that got TJ to come here.
2: Oh, yeah. Really? Yes,
4: yes, because we, we knew That's each awesome. other out of Missouri. And actually, I'm used to arguing with like liberals and communists, but I converted yeah. him.
2: From a communist? Or well, or he wasn't a, a communist. A he's just a
4: liberal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So now he has I to call into so the show grateful. and set us straight, right, TJ? Oh,
2: I hope <laughs> TJ's listening. I, I just love TJ so much. TJ the Spy, um, he's a co-host of the show. For those of you that don't listen, he was here for the first FBI raid on this building that we're in um and yeah i'm really grateful for colin for bringing him here i just love tj so much and i want him to move back
6: glowing review
2: oh yeah he's like one of my favorite people like whenever tj's around i'm like yeah i'm going through like my husband's uh trial court trial date stuff but Everything's fine because TJ is here.
4: I'm like literally imagining his voice. I'd respond, but I don't think I could do his voice, or I'd be doing an impression of him like, right now.
2: Oh, Bonnie! That's
4: exactly yeah. <laughs> oh, Bonnie! Now here, Bonnie, just come over here. You know what else would he say? He'd you say, know, I I have a story about one time something like this happened when the government was coming after me, and, and I just said, had to stand in there, and I said, and I said to them, and then he said something really crazy and outrageous, <laughs> which he didn't say. He's just saying that he said it, you know.
6: So how did we segue from the diaper spot to TJ? Um, because I said Colin knows uh, yeah, everything. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, and okay. Colin said that we, we. I was about have, to say, is he, is he the... No, is no. He the...
4: The, <laughs> the what?
6: The, the uh, diaper wearer. Yeah. Oh, me? No. Yeah. What? No, what do you
4: mean? Is he, is who? <laughs>
6: no, TJ, because you just randomly no, brought no, up no, TJ. No,
4: no, no, uh, no. I was just bringing up people that I know and stuff like that. Yeah. Jay, Jay, I guess Jay mentions this my name cred, on, like, you know? every other show, apparently. He oh, really? I, but people tell me I don't listen to the show. I know I'm bad. Your
2: frequent uh, mention. On
4: I, this I guess show. so, because people tell I'm me. I'm on with like, him,
2: but I feel like if he mentions you as like he talks about like this person that lives at my. I feel like he doesn't mention you. No, by he's, name. Uh, he's apparently
4: said like my full name many
8: times. <laughs> yeah,
6: social security <laughs> yeah. number and everything. Well, you for know, some address.
2: reason, I knew your last name and I didn't know how I knew it, so maybe that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but
4: you know, most of the audience doesn't know your real name because everybody here has a fake name you know bonnie freeman you know
2: that's not fake that's my real
4: name nah, nah, nah. her real name is bertha everybody <laughs> no. knows oh it. that's
6: what bonnie stands for yeah I, we've been trying to figure it out because we knew it stood for something but yeah
4: everybody thinks we it's just a weren't nickname. quite sure now, oh my God. now <laughs> that i bought the show i need a fake name so yeah, i'm gonna go with colin the colonist you know because everybody else has freeman you know yeah, i'll take your resources and i'll subjugate your people but you you'll go. be left with really wonderful colonial architecture when it's all done
2: amazing god (laughs) thank you for that well apparently diaper wearers are colonizing new hampshire (laughs) i can't believe that i might know someone who is one of these people but we do have a caller on the line and it is a call-in talk radio show so
4: are they calling about the diapers
2: i mean i wonder
4: if they are if if it's the owner of the place this is brilliant because they're going to get so much you know attention right now
2: um i don't think it is it's david in new mexico so david what's on your mind?
7: lots of stuff bonnie it's crazy is um, that something i say all,
2: I he always says this really? do i say that's crazy a
7: lot well you used to now that i now that i started using it you, you stopped so apparently i should go I, sh- I should open a business for people that want to modify their 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 vocabulary or something because that would be hilarious
2: work. if i d- stopped doing it just because of that because i'd be like purely subconscious i didn't really realize this till now
7: this guy sounds so, oh, so familiar works, to me and it's painless.
2: So what's actually on your mind, David?
7: Uh, uh, one thing, but be- because you just talked about it a minute ago, I think it's sad that Americans have, have taken names that are not ugly and made them ugly like Bertha. And Hilda. <laughs> Whereas
3: Hilda's the, the pretty, you're right? Name-
4: no, yeah, I'm totally looking have... for a European girl with one of those names. That's that's the girl for me.
2: Not Bertha, but yeah,
6: Gertrude.
7: Def- yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, Gertrude,
2: yeah. And strong, hardy, Hilda, yeah. pretty, but not Ber- Bertha. My,
7: my... No, no, you're wrong, Bonnie. And my and my my grandfather's sister was a uh, was a uh, Gertrude. But uh, anyway, if you like Bertha, if you say it the way that it uh, originated in Europe, it would be something to be... Pardon? Bertha. Something.
2: Bertha.
7: Yeah, be something to the effect of of "bail Well, they do say that
6: English is an ugly, like hard language, right? It's like English and German. Well, English has German roots, right? So, but then there's like Italian and Spanish and French that are like very flowy and they sound good. And then English is just very hard and.
2: Well, the French messed up English, so did they yeah okay. they, um, i'm not joking they they came in and changed it so much and, and mm. that's why it's like hard now like uh, um, people who were trying to learn english who don't already speak it say it like oh my god like the word enough e oh you mean like difficult yeah. yeah 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 and um that's why we have all this like confusing stuff in oh, i could, I could mm. talk i could I talk about, about languages
4: for like a good while but you know
2: but i think david wanted to talk about diapers right it depends. Of
7: course. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Shows how much I know about that. I, I when you said diaper spa, I expected we were going back into the, the cloth versus disposable diaper issue. That's where I thought you were going with that. And, and I should have I should have just turned the radio off then and maintained that fantasy. <laughs> then I wouldn't have had to been dragged into the other perverted the, that fantasy that I'm gonna have tonight. <laughs> But no, I wanted to talk about the economy. Okay. And I have a I have a question, a proposition, and you can I don't know anything about it, but, but this, is, this is just my what, what occurred to me. Uh, so evaluate this. Um, the question of of hyperinflation, like you might have in Argentina or elsewhere, mm-hmm. or even here, uh, momentarily. Actually, we're probably in it right now to a to a lower degree, but
4: T- technically speaking, any- no 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 to what question to uh, no to hyperinflation hyperinflation has a couple of definitions that have been given to it and uh, what what definition is related to when the velocity of money speeds up which is basically how fast people are trying to get rid of it like like the mm-hmm. how little they want to hold on to it and so there's a definition based on that and then there's another one based I don't this is just an arbitrary number which is why I don't like the second definition and and I forget the arbitrary number because it's arbitrary but it's something like if it's over you know X number of percent. Said a day but that's really high so like technically speaking Argentina right now does not have hyperinflation they just have high inflation yeah but
7: anyways that's, okay, that's
4: yeah my but, little now everybody knows
7: yeah cool thanks thanks for that that helps and so so back to the, the question that I have if you actually were fearing or actually suffering hyperinflation the, uh, doesn't each individual if they prepare enough in advance have the ability to Uh, Have that the hyperinflation be negligible on themselves by, for instance, if they uh, prior with with forethought prior to any hyperinflation event, having converted their fiat money into uh, real money like, Mm -hmm. you know, metals or crypto that works uh, or whatever else and then when th- then only deal in that currency and only deal with vendors that take that currency. So the, with the exception that if you have to deal with a vendor that only takes fiat, then you convert your real money into the fiat just to the amount to cover what you need to buy from the vendor that only takes the fiat. Uh, but other, other than that, remain in real money. Couldn't you circumvent the effects of hyperinflation?
4: yeah I mean, yes and no, because when the inflation takes, and I'm no economist here. I've just listened to and studied tons of Austrian economics. So that's where where I'm coming from with all this. Um, when the hyperinflation hits, Not only does the money that you hold not have value, all sorts of other things in society are going to be like kind of breaking down. So it's not going to be the same thing as like, you know, if you took whatever the price of, you know, a cheeseburger is in silver today, you'd be able to buy the same thing. It could be less, it could be more. It's going to really depend. I think the best thing people can do is popularize those monies now. And I don't see any reason why people can't start using those now. I get paid, I actually get paid in gold backs, I get paid in silver, and I get paid in crypto. And I like, only need so many dollars just to like purchase the materials I use for any one of the, you know, things that I do for work. But, um, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I would say like, if you're, if you like those things, I mean, really, and this is the thing, a lot of prepper type people would be like, Oh, now I'm telling everybody, know, that I have these things. They don't know how much you have, but, you need to get people used to using them and trading with them, so that way it's a seamless transition. Because I can literally see it happen. Well, not literally. I could I could see it happen where like the dollar collapses and you go to you know some place like a McDonald's whatever and you take in a silver or a gold coin and you try to give that to the person there and they're like, oh I don't know what this
2: is no that that actually yeah. happens. Me right, and Ian right, try to me, give.
7: Let me blow your analogy though, because nobody. I don't go. I haven't gone to McDonald's for fifteen years or, or whatever it Mars. is. But yeah, yeah. Right,
2: but,
7: but but well, it's but. It's real. It's important because you said because you said McDonald's. First of all, nobody should be, be going to McDonald's now. Yes. And if the, if the S hits the fan in that economic sense, I don't think anybody uh, who has a gold coin is going to even cross their mind to go to a McDonald's. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. They I think be, that was just yeah. an example. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
6: you need it. Get- <laughs> A- yeah. in- insert any right. other like grocery store or whatever <laughs> and it's true because like, service.
2: Ian and I will go and try to give a tip to somebody at like any restaurant a nice restaurant doesn't matter um, and ask the waiter like do you like gold do you want this um, on top of your tip like not like skimping the on the cash tip or anything no, just like
6: here's a free gold back
2: and lots of time they're like wow this is cool and sometimes they're like i i don't even know what i would do with this i,
6: I remember mm-hmm. once i think it was bonnie's birthday we were out to dinner and ian tried to give the waitress she was a younger girl tried to give the waitress a uh, gold back on top of her tip and in addition it wasn't oh, taking anything away that, yeah. she looked like she was terrified of it <laughs> it was like she was like what is that like why she couldn't even <laughs> oh and then God. it's like okay never mind clearly you don't understand the value of this thing i don't want you to just like throw it in the trash or something but you know so it, so it is it but is what, true like you can have bitcoin you can have dash you can have goldbacks whatever but if the people in your community don't know what they are they don't understand them they don't understand the value even if the u.s dollar doesn't have any value they still you, like it's it's still worthless it's only worth as much what you as just illustrated
7: enough you just illustrated another another point that, that I had, um, and so since you, since you brought it up, let me, let me go on that. I like to say those people don't matter because what you do is within the circle that is hip to mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, whatever you're using that works or may work or will work or has worked, The you do your own thing and let those people suffer. And when they, when they suffer just a little bit, they'll be motivated to say, hey, what's this thing you got going on that makes it so that you can eat and I can't? <laughs>
6: The or they'll just try to kill but you but that but still like my point is that will only work if you're in a community where you could exchange whatever currency or good you have for I, I, sorry, something else I, i'm
4: not exactly understanding what david's uh point is what His question. what exactly yeah exactly what are you are you asking or wanting well, clarification or whatever
7: the, the the point is is that you can't you you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink you yeah. you can you can you can't, you can't herd those cats, so let those cats get starve enough that they get hungry enough that they now have some interest to pay attention to why it is that y- you guys are eating and they're not. And then they'll be motivated to come ask you, how are you doing that? Show me, I want to eat too
4: yeah maybe maybe I that's guess, how how yeah. it'll work. I think that depends on like the culture of the people you're around just in general and I mean I think that that definitely was the culture that the the u s had you know maybe a hundred years ago where people would have done that. I don't know what they'll do now um but uh, but, I, but but you I know we,
7: uh, you, but uh, hunger is a huge motivator yeah, they but is it hungry, a positive
4: motivation or a negative motivation Because some I, people I get think hungry it's a
7: positive and, one be if 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 i if i'm hungry and i'm over, and i'm i got nothing because i didn't uh, i don't know and i'm looking over at you and you guys are sitting down to dinner i'm like man how do i do that
2: yeah well that's you but some people might like want to kill each other like i really think that new hampshire probably there, won't be as another- bad as like uh, new mexico there- but, like, when people are starving, starving, starving I think they're going to go and try to kill people Yeah, I have, who to, are I have doing to tell well. you, driving
4: around the country, uh, I like Arizona better than New Mexico. I hope you're not going <laughs> to get too bad, bad about I mean, that. I mean, I drove
2: through I, the nastiest part of Arizona I've ever seen. It was seriously, like, I didn't know there was such a third-world area in the United States in Arizona. But still, overall, Arizona's way better. And, and New Mexico's kind of borderline that third-world, the I, think I know. State. I
4: think I know which part of Arizona you're talking about. Was it Kingman?
2: I don't know because me and my dad just strove oh, through okay. it from when I'm I was just trying to get to the callers and... from
4: Kingman to call in now.
2: I don't think these people <laughs> have any phones. I don't know. Unless they're Obama in phones response... or something.
7: Yes. In re- in response, just like Nikki did, Bonnie, you just touched on another thing. So mm-hmm. what I have to say about the people that would come, instead of asking you, how are you doing that, that, that you're eating, I want to do that too. Uh, that's one set of people. The people, the, the kind of people that would actually – not think to do, to ask you, but, but first uh, attack you uh, for your food, then, you know, what's the survival of the fittest uh, that, that, that just happens and those people go away and you don't have to deal with them anymore. Pardon? Pardon?
2: Yeah, they'll get shot it, for trying it depend, to fight someone. It depends someone.
4: how the breakdown happens. So, I mean, I've had these conversations with so many people over the years that I've kind of gamed them in my own mind with an open mind as to what how it could go and why it goes one way versus the other. But but I'll kind of give you some examples. So, like, uh, you know, in, in, in the Soviet Union, you know, the government took over. They actually outlawed money for a while. People don't even talk about that. They didn't have money. And because they didn't have money, like I was talking about how many hours should I be a doctor or whatever, people in the city were taking their houses apart and burning that for warmth in the winter. Because there was no way to price coordinate to get wood in from the countryside. Yeah. But after that initial part and all of that stuff, you know, like like they would send those people from the city out into the country to go after. And so it. so was, it was in my mind, this wasn't just like one thing led to the other led to the other. I think it was all intentional. And so they those people were, were spurred by the government and sent out to go after the other people who were still doing well because the farmers were still eating. Um, and so, I mean, I, I think that kind of thing, you know, could happen anywhere in the world. You know, the question is, do the people come to you and ask you how they're doing it, or do they just band together, you know? you, you But, you know, another question is, do you want to be in a place where the currency is doing that? If you have enough foresight to save, maybe you have enough foresight to avoid it, you know, altogether.
7: But by what? By how? By what?
4: I mean, just being in a in a different place, you know.
7: Where, like where?
4: Different. For I mean, not all of the world is going to go through the hyperinflation that the U.S. might go through with, uh, with the collapsing dollar. Um, true, true, but couldn't,
7: couldn't you insulate yourself almost anywhere by, by the, the other system that we talked about, by, being, by thinking ahead and having real things, uh, uh, and then when you need, having, having primarily real things, and if you don't have enough fiat, then you trade some of your real things, for just enough fiat to to pay the person who, who will only take fiat. Isn't that a better solution? Because that way you don't have to keep moving around the world. You can remain in place uh, short of total chaos.
4: I, well, yeah, well, the question is, does it go to total chaos or not? I mean, not every... Well, we about, already
7: know the, but we already know the answer to that question.
4: Well, I mean, I gave you one example, which was the Soviet Union, but not all countries went to, let's say, total chaos. Uh, I mean, the hyperinflation in Germany, I mean, later on you get Hitler, but in the immediate time, you didn't have people going around and, like, killing each other or doing things like that, because there was enough of a culture and a community there that the people were a part of. Uh, so, right. it, you
7: know... There's an. Ex- there's an expression, uh, whether you've heard it or not, uh, that you might find helpful that, that comes out of Germany, and that was, uh, quote, even the cows had earrings, end <laughs> quote, if you, can, if, if you that understand that mean? quote. No.
2: Uh,
4: I, I don't I quite get it, but from, it is kind of funny. It cause, means, cause, go
7: ahead. It means that people from the city who didn't have food were taking their jewelry to the mm-hmm, yeah. countryside and trading their jewelry for food, and the and the people in the countryside had so much gold and pearl and diamond jewelry that even the cows were wearing earrings.
4: You know, you know that's a play though that the people in the countryside make, expecting the things to go back to normal too. So if if you're not expecting things to go back to normal, I mean, I know I have a bunch of stories, one within my own family, but some from other people I know, like a person from Vietnam, and their family had a gold coin, which you know, even even oh, they had to trade it for a loaf of bread as they were leaving. That's all the value they could get right. out of it. But well, that's still better than nothing.
2: Yep. Well thank you so much for the interesting conversation, David, and Free Talk Live is on at Freetalklive.com and we're gonna be on live again tomorrow. So go to Freetalklive.com. Peace.